to the Peace of Mind Podcast. I'm your host, AJ. As always, I got my guy Justice West with me. He's crushing the entrance. AJ, it is very nice for the first time, maybe all season, that we are both together in Club Dub. So it's a wonderful thing to say. Nice. Got to experience a week on the winning side. Uh, It'll be short lived, but it was uh, it was well lived. I think this should be uh, one where we, going? yeah, it's going good. We should just uh, do the thing where we live it up in the club for every second we are there because we are about to exit the club very swiftly this weekend. Yes, this is very much like uh, you get in the club early, but. You know you don't – well, this is like back in the day when you know you don't have money, so you went to the club early, like so you get in free before 11, and you also drunk a shit ton before you went to the club, and then you got to the club, and now you're drunk off your ass. It's like 11.45, and they're about to throw us out. <laughs> That's what this is. That's about right. Absolutely. So – well, I will say we had some, since it's money line, we had some pretty good weeks last week. Good weekend. Not bad. Right. Not bad at all. For uh, uh, We definitely bounced back from the poor weeks that we oh, had boy. prior. So that was a that was a come up. Yeah. So uh, do you want to review those now or anything about the last weekend you want to touch on real quick before we get going? Um, Notre Dame cost me $120. I'm real pissed about that. Other than <laughs> other than that, I was pretty I was pretty uh happy with how the week turned out. Um yeah, definitely would have been more happy with my $120, but uh four or five ain't bad. So there's that. Yeah, so on our picks last week, um I mean, on our spread picks, we were okay, keeping our winning records progressing through. We are both three and two. Um, some things of note, our locks all hit again. So uh, AJ hit the uh, Penn State at Iowa lock at Penn State minus Just three. Just barely. Very, I think five points is what they won by. Yep. And then uh, I won by. Also hit that, also hit that game because we were arguing about Locking it at three and a half or four, I had it at four and hit it. <laughs> so that's tight. Uh, yeah. I will note my lock of the week. I hit by quite a bit more of a margin there. Uh, Michigan State at Wisconsin. I had Wisconsin minus ten and a half. I think they've done thirty-eight to nothing. So I feel pretty good there. Oh man! Big shout out to Alabama last week too. Oh, I had yeah. them at. Uh, I think I had them at nineteen, seventeen. Or I had them at 17 and a half. That's what it was. And uh, it was a 20-point game, and then they blocked a, a punt and returned it for a touchdown. I, I very much appreciated that. Bad beat, though, if you're an Aggie. Bad week in general if you're an Aggie. Yeah. So, and just real quickly, uh, to recap, before we get into all of it, the pick from kind of the season, 
uh, Kevin did not turn his picks in, so uh, we'll kind of give him a slap on the wrist this week. Uh, but AJ, yeah, so AJ and I both go eight and two on our straight up picks, and that puts AJ at twenty six and seventeen on the year. Kevin still kind of slumming at seventeen and sixteen, and I am at twenty nine and thirteen. So, um. Uh, we I'm not out of it. Yeah, and we do promise to get you some more guest pickers um, on here. Hopefully, some that can provide some entertainment, some different perspectives. I think that'll be fun as we progress as well. Absolutely, and I think to to that point also of I mean we touched on it last week, but uh, ultimately like being mostly conference games moving forward, like you do get a little bit of extra juice in these picks should be a couple ranked games each week that we get to look into. So it's definitely, uh, definitely should be fun moving forward. Yeah. 100%. So do you want to go ahead and hop over to our picks against the spread? AJ, do you have anything lined up for us? Yeah, I got a few of them. So, um, first one I'm going to take, the game for today or tonight, uh, the Ohio State Northwestern game. Um, I'm going to take the over of 49 and a half. Um, I, Ohio State has been scoring points off the off the rails these last few weeks. Uh, Northwestern's not as good as they've looked before. I know it'll be a little bit colder, but I just don't know if I see anything slowing down uh, Justin Fields and the boys. So I think they put up some good points. Maybe Northwestern gets 10, and uh, you see that. Um, mm. I also got uh, Arizona State and Utah. Um, got the spread here at 13 and a half. I'm going to take Arizona State to cover that. Starting um, Herm Edwards. But, Sorry. Yeah, they're plus 13 and a half. Utah looked really good last week. Um, obviously, it gets a bad team, but I mean, a 14, damn near 14 points for uh, two ranked teams kind of seems like a stretch to me. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Arizona State there. I think mm-hmm. they'll keep it, keep it pretty close. Um, I've got, Clemson covering 24 against Louisville. Um, Clemson starting to look like the Clemson we thought they would be last week against Florida State. I know Florida State's not very good, but um, I have a hard time really believing in in Louisville. Uh, Yes, they did um, beat Wake Forest 62-59, to but not sure I believe in Wake Forest defense that much. So I think that um Clemson's gonna come out firing and 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 be okay in that game. Um I've got Oregon covering two and a half against Washington this week. Okay. Um I don't know. I'm just not sold on Washington and I don't I, I just I don't know. Got a feeling. That's probably my reach of the week. That was the one that I'm not very confident in, but I'm going to go ahead and, and play it. Uh, and then my lock of the week, I'm taking Florida at five and a half 
over South Carolina. Um, That's a big one. I I have been very down on Florida. Um, I just wasn't a big believer in them, but they they proved something to me this past week against LSU. I think I truly do think they're they're a good team, and honestly, for the first time in. I guess all season, I truly think that they can contest Georgia to come out of the East um, and be the East representative in the SEC championship. And I, that's not a joke. I truly do believe that. They're playing better football right now than Georgia. Uh, I think South Carolina, obviously, rightfully so, they're coming off of the high of winning at, uh, against number three Georgia. I'm sure that place is going to be rocking. but. Um, Pretty sure Helensky's out this week. Um, it's just going to be a tough sledding for them, and there's a pissed off Florida coming in. Um, yeah, I just think five and a half is a little too low. So that's my lock of the week. Man, I, I really like some of those picks you made. It's honestly on the fly. It's making me think if I should change my mind on some of them. Um, <laughs> but um, there's a lot of picks I like this week, actually. Sneaky. I was gonna say like there, and you can leave this definitely in, but like I, you know, I, I don't know. There were a lot that like the ones that I was certain on, I was certain on, and then all the other ones were like I did not feel confident at all. And there were about three that I was pretty certain on. Um, and honestly, I don't want to step over your picks too, but. Tennessee at plus 34 and a half, like, that seems like a lot. Well, in my opinion, so I'm not going to – they're not going to be one of my picks, so not stepping there. Just because I'm playing the weather on that game, and so it, it's like a 70% yeah. chance of rain. If it's a monsoon, Alabama's going to run the ball. They're going to probably score early a couple passing touchdowns and they just be conservative and, like, win by 25, 28 points. And I'd take Tennessee in a heartbeat. It probably in real real life. If on Saturday I see it's going to be a monsoon in Tuscaloosa, I'll take Tennessee all day. But just because, you yeah. know, if it's pretty weather, Alabama can just score eight touchdowns in three minutes, and you don't even know what happened. So I'm just terrified of that. A couple other yeah. honorable mentions I'll throw out: um, Michigan versus Penn State. I did pick Michigan uh, last week, and so all the Michigan listeners or not listeners of this podcast anymore should note I did pick them last week straight up to win. Um, I think I'd take Penn State minus nine um, at Penn State, probably like a wide out. Uh, that'll be intense. So a lot of good picks on here. But so my five of the week – so for those of you who have been consistently listening to the podcast, first off, thank you. Second off, I think I'm off my Old Dominion bandwagon, so they will not be a pick this week. I'm going to go with first Army at Georgia State. At uh, That's a spread of minus five in favor of Army. I'm going to actually take Army in that just because I know how trash Georgia State is because I saw them somehow beat Tennessee. Um, they're trash. They've shown it all year. Um, on the rest of their games, and uh, I think Army's a really, really good football team, and I think they'll win by a touchdown or more. Uh, 
my Ooh. second one, Florida at South Carolina, like AJ's lock of the week. I think that's a no-brainer at five and a half for Florida. I don't think South Carolina is good, especially if it's a hobbled Holinsky or at you know worst a third string guy. Um, right. This one is the only controversial one I have. At AJ, uh, it's, I'm going directly opposite of you. Um, I'm going to go Washington at uh, plus two and a half. Um, I'm, okay. I'm a believer in Jacob Eason. I don't think he's like a all you know stud all pro quarterback. I think he's a really good college quarterback. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's at home. I don't trust Oregon. I know they're a good football team. I think it'll be a fun game. That might be the most competitive game of the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think I'm going to take Washington. That and really that's a pick them at that point. So I think Washington will win at home and pull it out. Um, next one, uh, Temple at SMU. Boy, this is just me picking against my Memphis pick last week. Temple looked so good in that game. It really did. I mean, like, I think when I first saw the score, it was either 13 or 16-0. I was like, damn, like they're rolling right they now. Were, they look so good. And it's not like this is new for them. Like we talked about on the podcast last week, they're a really great program. Yep. Um, and it's it's got to, it's at this point it's the program. It's not even the coaches. They've turned out like six or seven coaches that they've sent elsewhere. Yeah. So Temple's being given eight po- eight points or eight and a half, depending on who you're taking, uh, against Southern Methodist SMU. And I know Southern or SMU is a good team, but if you're going to give me Temple and the eight points, I'm going to take Temple on that. Um. And so this one is also some very emotional picks this week uh, for me against the spread. Normally that lets you down, so hopefully it works out this time. LSU at Mississippi State is my lock of the week at LSU minus 17 and a half. What LSU proved to me last week against, I think at least we can say right at confidently a top 20 Florida defense at least. Yeah. Um, they can go up and down the field against anyone in the country, LSU. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, and absolutely. So, with with little with little resistance as well. And so, coming off a game where a let's the most optimistic, smart Tennessee fan would call Tennessee's defense like an average SEC defense at best, mm-hmm. just shut Mississippi State down. Like their leading rusher in the SEC as of last week had 13 total yards on 11 carries. They look abysmal. Tennessee should have won that game by like three or four scores had they not had two interceptions inside the 10-yard line. I think that's easy luck of the week, LSU minus 17 and a half. Hear me out. Hear me out. And I listen, I agree with 99.8 and a half percent of what you just said there uh, about LSU. Like they're definitely winning this game, but – this game is coming on the heels of a big win against a top 10 ranked Florida where you pour pretty much everything into that um, to, to get a win for that game. You're on the road, which, again, Mississippi State's not very good, but you're on the road, and they're looking to bounce back from a pathetic performance. Um, the reason why I'm staying away from this game is because a team coming off of a high of beating a top 10 team, knowing that you got another top 10 team the week afterwards, this is this sets up to be a trap game. And I don't believe Mississippi State's good enough to beat LSU, but I believe they're 
just decent enough to keep the game tighter than it should be. Sure. And that's why I stayed away from it. Yeah, so my thought process on those games, as a Tennessee fan who's been on the uh, like on the Mississippi State side of that, you know, oh, we got this team, we got Georgia this week. They just played a big game last week, coming off a high trap game. Normally how it plays out in these games is it's a trap game for like two and a half quarters. And you're you go to half and it's like 1710 LSU or or 17-13 or just something like that. And then all yeah. of a sudden they flip the gas pedal, get into third gear and score three touchdowns in the blink of an eye. And then it's back to then, you know, boring stalemate game and they just kind of trade touchdowns or whatever, but it covers the spread. So that's what I'm hoping for anyway when I make that pick. That's fair. Like I say, I mean, like, They've not had a problem covering 17 and a half against anybody this year. So I don't think that they're going to have a problem covering it now. Yeah. Um, it just, it, it gives me some hesitation just because of, I know, I know what awaits them and I know what they just left from. Um, it's hard. Like, I don't care. Like, they're a good team, no doubt. Like, Alabama's been a good team for many of years even they have games where they end up playing teams a little bit tighter than they should um and i just feel like this one has the makings of that yeah if you got all tennessee looking forward to byu <laughs> trap <game. laughs> <laughs> old trap game yeah. gets them every time um yeah, yeah the, the tennessee one was unique to me and i just think like even last year uh i think alabama's defense was much better than uh than it is this year, and I think their offense was probably as explosive, probably a little bit more in 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 balance. Excuse me, not necessarily explosion, but uh, in balance, they were better last year than they are this year. Uh, and even last year, the it was thirty seven. Uh, <laughs> right, and I mean ridiculous. that's a lot. That's a lot, but. They also put up twenty eight in the first quarter. So, so after that, to nothing first quarter that that'll get you every time. Right after that, it was fourteen fourteen, sixteen seven, and zero zero. So if you don't, if you give up twenty four, you cover instead of twenty eight in the first quarter. So it's like, I don't know. It's I was. It doesn't bode well for Tennessee because they're on the road. But I mean. Stranger shit's happened. 34 points is a ton still. So um, I think that Tennessee could cover that. I wouldn't bet it with my money, but it'd be something I'd look at. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to get my two cents on something real quick. And I'll take it like a macro instead of just focusing on Tennessee. But like as a someone who has pride and is like a competitive person, to see Butch Jones – at Alabama, that's fine. Like you do what's best for you and your family and your career. No problem with that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But to see him, the way he celebrated after last year's game in Neyland stadium, smoking cigars, which is the traditional thing you do after you win the Tennessee Alabama game, the jovial way he like smugly smoked a cigar after never beating Alabama himself. Like, made my skin crawl because just like as a competitor, it's like that was my team. I I led them. Like I ran that whole program and I couldn't beat this team. 
And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get, you know, very sadly fired because I was terrible and show up at that school in a meaningless role, not contributing in any way, shape or form and swaggering myself on the field doing that. And just as a competitor, that's just infuriating to me. So Butch Jones, if he smokes a cigar again, he can just be even more dead to me. <laughs> I, I will say in, in Butch's defense, I think that we've we've learned now on the outside of it that uh, Tennessee's uh, brain trust of people that were left in place to make these decisions regarding their coach and 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 how the program will move forward weren't always the smartest people, nor did they make the best oh, decisions. Fair. So I do feel like there's a little bit of of uh, like, yeah, y'all got what y'all deserve. I'm smoking it for Butch Jones. That's fair. It's just the frustrating with Butch Jones is he thinks he didn't get what he deserved. It's like you had the only four. We were one, one the only pro. I think we were the only or one of two programs. I think us in Oklahoma, maybe the only programs in NCAA football who had never lost or who never had more than seven losses in a season. And we, he took us there himself in his fourth year, not like oh, his first year on the job rebuild, his fourth year at a program took us to a place we had never been before as a program. Like if that's yeah. not worthy of like getting relieved of your duties. I don't know what is. Yeah, you got a point. So, anyway, we digress. And with that, hopefully you will have a more jovial experience with our sponsors. All right. And we're back with the Peace of Mind Money Line. Uh, you guys know what time it is. It's our time for our weekly pick'ems. Uh, like Justice mentioned before, we both went 8-2 and two last week. Pretty decent bounce back, I must say. Pro- probably one of our better weeks this year, right? I think so. Not for me, but maybe for you. <laughs> so, I mean, we're there. We're still, we're still in the, we're still in the thick of things. Justice does still have a small lead, but like we said before, a lot of weeks left, a lot of mm-hmm. time left, uh, plenty of time to catch up. Uh, but we're gonna roll through these 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 matchups here this week, and and um, hopefully continue with uh with our solid string of picks who we got rolling for this yeah week, a lot of big time matchups this week um and that's a little bit of sarcasm but still some good competitive games that we're going to definitely watch so first off aj duke at virginia who you got yeah like this is a good one because um i think i took i took virginia at minus three last week against uh um who the hell? Oh, they played Miami, and boy, that that didn't turn out well for me at all. Um, so I don't necessarily think that I could trust Virginia anymore. Uh, they were my pick to come out of the uh, the other side of the bracket to to beat, um, or not to beat. That would be foolish, but to compete <laughs> against Clemson in the uh, in the ACC championship. But even then, like. I don't know. They just don't look as sound and as solid as I thought they were going to. So I think I'm taking Duke. Man, 
I love it. I'm actually taking Duke as well. So we don't have to get into too much analysis here um, on the next one since we've already talked about it a little bit already. But Temple at SMU, who are you picking? You going Temple straight up or what are you feeling? I'm going to roll with SMU on this one. They're at home. Um, I think Temple's coming off a big win last week. But having to travel to SMU, and I think SMU is uh, one of the few remaining undefeated teams. So, yeah, I'll take SMU in this one. Man, I'm going to go with my uh, Temple Owls there. So, rolling with them this week. Uh, another interesting one, Baylor at Oklahoma State. I think okay. OK State's favored here. So, AJ, who do you have? <sighs> I, it's going <laughs> to, I'm sorry for you Baylor fans out there, but I'm going to take Oklahoma State. And this is my second man. week picking against Baylor, but uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma State, man. I think they get it done. All right. I'm going to go against you again here. I'm going to go with. Uh, our Baylor Bears. Uh, I think it is a four-point spread for in favor of Oklahoma State. Um, but Matt Rule, I love him as a head coach. I think he'll be at a power five, like a big-time school here in the next couple of years. So, all right, going to take us down south, um, a little southern draw here, uh, going down to South Carolina. And they have Florida coming off a rough loss, uh, really hard-fought game against LSU. So, Florida at South Carolina, who do you got? Yeah, we talked about this one earlier. Um, I'm taking them against the spread, so I'm also taking them to win the game. I just think that um, the combination of South Carolina coming off of a major high, but also being down their quarterback, also Florida coming off of a tough loss, um, I think they 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 rally back and probably get the job done this week uh, pretty easily. I think. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. So, Florida's my pick. North Carolina at Virginia Tech. Who do you got? Yeah. Uh, Tech got a big win last week against Duke. Um, but I just think that North Carolina is probably in a little bit better place right now. And I know that sounds wild to, to talk about North Carolina football in that fashion, but uh, I think they are. And I think that Mac Brown has them ready and, and, and he gets them into that game and probably gets them a win here. I think you're right in that UNC football is at a better place. I think you're wrong, though. I think Virginia Tech will win just because their coach and their situation is kind of desperation mode. And Mac Brown's got a freshman quarterback going into Virginia Tech. And so it'll be a fun game to watch. But I got Vatek. So it's not the same in Blacksburg, though, right now. And it's also a 230 kickoff. So it's not the, the, the treacherous. Uh, environment in in Blacksburg that, that we're used That's to. That's true. Maybe I'm just showing my age here. So we shall see. Uh, the next one, number six, Iowa State at Texas Tech. Uh, Iowa State's favored on the road. H.A., who do you got? Yeah, not, uh, I think they're favored for a reason. I think Iowa State probably pulls this one out. Um it, I think that they just have a little bit better defense, and that's going to carry them to this win more so than anything else. Yeah, I think we were super high on Iowa State in our preseason Big 12 update, and I think I'm right there with you that we still are, so Iowa State's the pick. Uh, this one's going to be a fun one. Um, I wish Kevin were here to pick it, but Air Force at Hawaii. 
What are your thoughts here? It's at Hawaii. Yeah, traveling across the pond is not easy. Um, but also, I think that part of Hawaii's makeup and who they are is the ability to sling the ball around. However, you got to get the ball from Air Force to be able to do that. And I just don't think that they're going to have the ball long enough to be able to put up enough points. So I'm going to take Air Force. Gotcha. I'm actually going to go Hawaii. Um, I do think that's going to be a close game either way. So that'll be a fun one. Um, all right. So we got we got three left. Um, oh, that's our late kickoff. Definitely going to be watching that. Going to be chasing on that one if I've had a bad day on Saturday for sure. Um, <laughs> All right, so three ranked matchups left, uh, ranked versus ranked teams. Number eight, the Fighting Herm Edwards at Arizona State at Utah. So what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, you had Arizona I think State being on, Yeah, I think being on the road is probably a little bit too much for him to overcome. I take Utah in this game. Uh, closer than 13 and a half, but I'll take Utah on this game. Yep, same reason, so I won't repeat there. I've got Utah. Next one, um, again, sh- shout out and apologies to anybody who is a Michigan fan who listens to the podcast. We don't officially hate Michigan on here, at least AJ and I, but we recognize what we recognize, so sometimes we are a little overcritical. Michigan State at Penn State. Um, AJ, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, again, uh, I don't, I have no stock here or stake in, in hating or loving Michigan. Um, I just think Penn State's in a better spot again. Like, I just, I don't know. They've looked, they've looked like the better team for the past few weeks. Um, and, Michigan does have a ranked win against the Iowa team. Unfortunately, that Iowa team couldn't move the ball if their life depended on it, whereas Penn State's had no problem at all moving the ball and scoring points. Uh, It's also at home. Uh, I just think it's going to be a little bit too tough of the task for uh, Harbaugh and the boys to get a win there. Plus, it's a top-10 team. We know how they perform when they play against top-10 teams. Mm, Yeah. Now, in, in Michigan's defense, I'll play devil's advocate for two seconds. Penn State's played nobody this year. Like, regardless of how good you think they are, they could still be great. They've not been really proven. They've won on the road at Iowa, but that Iowa team's pretty suspect. Um, and they only won by, you know, five points. So I'm still to go in Penn State in this game, but just because of their atmosphere, that's a place you and I both have on our bucket list of places we want to go. So, yeah, absolutely. So Penn State. So last one, um, we actually both know who each other is picking in this game based on the picks against the spread, but Oregon at Washington, justify your pick. Yeah, I'm going Oregon just because, um, I just think they're a little bit more battle-tested than Washington is right now. Um, and I think they go on the road and get a win. I mean, no. for the for the, for the Pac-10 or for the Pac-12, like, they, I think everybody's got to be cheering hard for Oregon and Utah to continue winning to even get a, a, a minute chance of sneaking in. But um, I just think as of right now, I've – 
I've seen more out of Oregon to believe in them. To and like you mentioned before, two and a half points is basically a pick 'em. Um, I just feel like I believe in them a little bit more than I do Washington. No, that's fair. And I've got three reasons that, and just really quick, that I'm going with Washington. Head coach, quarterback, at home. So I'm going to take that combination of those three and think it's going to still be a really close game. But that'll be a fun one. I'm going to definitely watch. Uh, Absolutely. So AJ, got our picks in, got our picks against the spread. Any closing notes that, well, I was just going to say, yeah, like, again, that brings us to the end of Moneyline. Uh, as always, please, please, please take a moment to uh, rate, review, subscribe, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Could be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Um, we're on just about every platform. Please uh, let us know if if there's a platform that you prefer or listen to that doesn't have us on there. Uh, we'll definitely work to get put up on there, but... Um, any feedback that we could get, or excuse me, not feedback, but uh, any additional followings, uh, five-star reviews, anything that we could get would be awesome. We'd, we'd surely appreciate it. Uh, before we go, I did want to uh, give a shout-out here. Um, let me look up her name just to make sure I'm, I'm giving the credit to the right person. Yep. Uh her name is uh, Champelle Anderson. Anderson, excuse me. Um, she goes by Champs, but um, she's got a GoFundMe. It's called Champs Teardrops, and basically, what this woman's been doing is um, using her own money to make lunches for over a hundred neighborhood kids um, that were going without food. Um, if they came to her and asked for her to make her lunch, she was doing that for them. Uh, they set up a GoFundMe for her. Uh, the initial request was for $1,500. Uh, it's been going for about a month now, and they are at $75,000. Oh that's awesome. It, and so just wanted to shout out, like, um, it's a good feel, good story. It's it's great to see people doing good things. Um Yes, I appreciate everybody going there and donating, but at the same time, like this this woman was using money out of her own pockets to make lunches for neighborhood kids so that they could, you know, have a good, healthy lunch uh, that they didn't have to feel like um, the school could take away from them for having a balance for unpaid lunches or things like that. So it's, it's just great to see people doing something mm. um, to help out and, you know, a lot of things going on in this world, a lot of like situations where you don't see the good in people. Definitely wanted to shout out a scenario where we are seeing the good in people. I'm so thankful you said that. That's awesome. Big shout out and to all the people who are continuously trying to make a difference in little bits at a time in their life circumstances. So big shout out to her. No doubt. And so uh, that'll do it for our episode this week. Uh, we look forward to chatting with you all again here soon. And uh, go win some money this week. Let's go. Straight cash, homie.